0: 995 Gold. That's 833 995 Gold. 833 995 G O L D.
1: More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
2: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.
1: To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in,
0: I didn't think I had a shot at Richie, because John
1: Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
1: Welcome
0: in, hour number three. Buck, this is the last hour of the program we will do without there having been votes cast in the 2024 election tomorrow we will be reacting to what all of you in iowa elect to do tonight in your respective caucuses all over the frigid hawkeye state we hope that many of you Listening will go out and make sure that you have your voices heard. In fact, everyone who can vote in Iowa, it is an incredibly privilege, incredible privilege. Around 200,000 of you expected to be out. Your voice is going to be monumental. And as Republicans head to the caucuses in in, in Iowa, remember, I think this is important, Buck, defender of democracy, Joe Biden, erased the Iowa caucus and the New Hampshire primary from the Democrat calendar because he came in fourth in 2020 in Iowa, fifth in New Hampshire, and he didn't want any Democrat challengers. So I I really think this is a part of this story that is not talked about very much. The reason why Democrats aren't having a caucus tonight uh, and the reason why the Democrat primary in New Hampshire, most of those pretty much being ignored, is because Joe Biden changed after decades of Iowa and New Hampshire, both looming large for each political party. Joe Biden changed the overall calendar because he did awful in both of those states every time he's elected to run for president going all the way back to 1988. And, Buck, if you remember... The reason why Iowa and New Hampshire have their uh, popularity, have their importance at the beginning of these uh, presidential campaigns, is the idea that voters in those states get an opportunity to actually meet the candidates, get to know them. I'll just point out that the voters who have consistently gotten to know Joe Biden the best have been consistently unimpressed by him and have not rendered him to be a viable candidate for the presidency because the overall story typically for iowa is not that iowa selects the next president of the united states or even the nominee for the presidency of the united states but just that they serve as a winnowing of the field in other words that they cut it down to three or so candidates now we really only have four candidates even competing i know asa Hutchison's still in the race for some reason but nobody is supporting him. What I think is interesting coming out of Iowa, and tell me if you agree with this thesis, I don't know that anybody's going to be dropping out. And everybody is going to roll on to New Hampshire, and ultimately, the longer these guys and gals all stay in the race, the more it helps Trump, because as long as Vivek is there, although that takes some votes away from Trump probably, but as long as Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are both in this race... There is no direct Trump alternative to be chosen, and that ultimately benefits Trump in a big way.
2: This is uh, reminiscent of 2016, as we have discussed, when there were two primary and three altogether uh, non-Trump candidates who had, let's say, double-digit shares of the vote or close to that, and Trump was able to vanquish them effectively one by one because with too many of them in, nobody could ever get... A big enough chunk of the electorate to, to defeat him. I think there's a very good chance something like that happens again. And in this instance, you know, the the individual incentive for each of the candidates is, I think, very much to stay in. You stay in as long as you can. Remember, it's all about, especially for the other, the rest of the field. Like, you know, Bernie Sanders r- ran in in uh, what in 2020. It's kind of it for Bernie Sanders, right? I mean, it was going to happen then, or it wasn't going to happen again as a Democrat or you know as a politician because of his age. Yeah, Um, you know, you've got Nikki Haley, Ronda, I mean, Vivek, Vivek is younger than you or me. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Think about it. I think Um, Vivek
0: is 38. Yeah. And
2: they have truly decades ahead of them uh, to build notoriety brands and and hopefully a portfolio of, of accomplishments that benefit the country. Uh, so for them, I think that the, the long play is very much part of the consideration. So I think dropping out too early. Now you could argue, though, you know, if you drop out on the earlier side, are you able to position yourself more as somebody who did what was best for the country and it wasn't about ego or individualism? I don't know. I, I could see it both ways, but I think they're all going to stay in until there's – brand damage to be done by continuing to stay in and, and or they're out of money. So I think they stay in as long as they r- reasonably can.
0: And I think we have cut 28 from... uh from Ron desantis saying, "Yeah, even if I come in third, I'm not dropping out. Listen to this.
1: You are not dropping out of this race tonight or tomorrow no matter what." We're going,
0: we're going on. Uh we
2: this we've been built for the long haul. It's all about the accumulation of delegates.
4: Even if you come in third place tonight, there's no chance your campaign is dropping out. Is that what you're saying? There's no chance We're in, in out it of for
2: this- the long haul. We're going to do well. I know the media likes to do the speculation. I'm I'm Just excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for the votes to come in because that'll be the first real data point.
0: Okay. So DeSantis saying he's going to stay in. We'll see what happens when the votes start to come in tonight. I'm super excited. I bet like a lot of you, I'm going to be flipping back and forth between Fox News and the playoff game because down in Tampa Bay, uh, the Bucs are going to be going head to head with the Eagles. So I will be watching the NFL playoff games. We also have a kickoff. A lot of you listening in New York, the Bills are going to be going up against the Steelers. A lot of you listening in Pennsylvania. That game was moved. So it's a, it's a packed day. Uh, not to mention that it's a Martin Luther King, uh, holiday, and certainly, uh, we want to acknowledge, uh, all of the work that Martin Luther King did to make America a better place on this show, and also point out that probably the most important quote of all, if you had to sum up Martin Luther King in, in one quote, and I went to a high school named after him in the, in the Nashville area, where, by the way, we may end up with a foot of snow buck, and the city of Nashville is, is, is just bonkers. Because we never get this kind of snow. People can't drive in it. Um, I just went downstairs during our commercial break at the end of the second hour. There were six different teenage boys devouring food that my wife, when she comes back, is going to be. She's out right now with our youngest. They're, they're basically standing puddles of water. These kids are a total mess. So there's chaos all over the South anytime there's snow, and we're getting walloped right now. Uh, but Martin Luther King said... Uh, to judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. And unfortunately, in many parts of the Democrat Party today, all that matters is the color of your skin, not the content of your character. And we've ended up with this racial spoil system, which I think works against much of what MLK advocated for during the course of his life. But as we look at, at, at this landscape and everybody going out to vote tonight, in uh, iowa i think it's also worth keeping in mind that this is not a normal primary process because of the uh lawfare that is currently underway against donald trump and i think some people may stay in this race longer than they otherwise would because they're just thinking there still may be some chaos with this lawfare and i believe we have audio Uh, i wanted to make sure we played this because even though it is iowa caucus day i think this Atlanta prosecution of Trump Buck has completely collapsed. Fonnie Willis went out and finally addressed the allegations that she hired her lover, broke up his marriage, uh, and paid him $650,000. And she did that in a church. uh, And she said, of course, race is involved here. This was an MLK Day celebration. Black church in Atlanta cut three.
4: You can no longer sit back and just let other folks do it. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. With that kind of support, we will move mountains and do Jesus' will. See, we are all flawed, sinners, unworthy,
2: imperfect, damaged, uh-huh. but we are qualified, upon point call. Okay. We're, we're all flawed and we're all sinners, Clay, but we're also not all state's attorneys who are trying to prosecute 18 people, I think it is, including yeah. a presidential candidate. It might, the number might be a little higher than that, a presidential candidate. So there are some things that are expected of you in that role for which, you know, I'm a sinner too doesn't cut it. And, and, but this is, this is not going to cut it. I think she's trying to create a, some kind of a, like a PR shield for herself with, with all of this stuff, whether it's about racism or we're imperfect or whatever it is. The answer to, if you're a public official and you're being accused of real corruption, remember, she didn't pay him $600,000 of her money. She paid him $600,000 of the public's money. Yes. Right? So this is a, this is an issue of public concern. If you didn't do it, you say you didn't do it. Anything else that you're saying is just effectively an admission of, oh, yeah, I'm in a whole lot of trouble, but I'm hoping the politics of this will excuse my unethical and possibly criminal behavior. And this also goes to, let's assume that she's uh, she's done the things that that she's accused of right now, and so she's the one who's going to bring this first-ever prosecution in the history of the Republic for RICO, a effectively a racketeering uh prosecution of a leading Republican presidential candidate. I mean this is this is insane, right? Yes. I mean, and enough Americans this is what has happened here, and I think it's reflected in all the polls that we're talking about. Enough of the American people see this for what it is. And that that's why I think maybe this is just look, Democrats completely mis. I've said this before, they completely miscalculated in twenty sixteen on if we just show enough Trump, people will think this guy's crazy. Did they miscalculate with, if we just indict him enough,
0: we can destroy him?
2: That's I think the where they
0: miscalculated a couple of things here. One, yes, they miscalculated. Because it's hard to argue that you're the party that wants to save democracy when you're trying to put your chief political rival in prison for the rest of his life and take him off the ballot. And I think that registers with a lot of people. Second part of this, she's trying to play the race card. Uh, showed up at a black church, uh, again, as we said earlier in the program, if I accuse one of my kids of doing something wrong and they immediately respond, I'm not perfect, uh, you shouldn't judge me on the standard of perfection, they probably did it. But she's also trying to say, oh, they're attacking Nathan Wade, her alleged lover, because he's a black man and saying he's not qualified for that reason. No, there wasn't a single ounce of criticism of Nathan Wade. In fact, nobody even knew his name until it came out that she was potentially sleeping with him and had paid him $650,000 in Georgia taxpayer money to try to go after Donald Trump. This is a relatively low standard to set. Most people should be able to step over it pretty easy. If you are trying to put a former president in prison for the rest of his life, and you are the prosecutor, here's what we would suggest. Don't hire your uh mistress, your mister, however you want to classify him, your paramour, And don't pay him six hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cash and try to argue that the reason you're getting attacked is because you're black. I don't even know who the two other special prosecutors she hired was, but unless she's also allegedly sleeping with them, I'm not coming after the accusation coming after them. Right? This is I think this Georgia prosecution now, Buck, is dead on arrival. I think it's just a question of when she's gonna be forced to step down and whether she's gonna face criminal charges. I think this one is falling apart. Now it was unlikely this case was ever going to be resolved before the election in 2024, but I think you can effectively take this one off the board. I don't <laughs> think anything's going to happen here.
2: Cynical, cynical, um, assessment of this. She always knew that it wasn't going to be done in time and just did this because it creates a narrative of her as a political fighter against Trump means that she'll get book deals, means she'll always be welcome on MSNBC and CNN, and bringing the case was what she really wanted to do, and that eventually well, she'll see what happens in the election, but even if it ends up completely falling apart and she withdraws the case, I think Fannie Willis believes this was a win for her. And that's why people see the justice system, that's why people see the criminal prosecution of Trump as such a sham,
0: because it is. No doubt. And it may well still benefit her because she could get elected mayor of Atlanta. She could get potentially a statewide electoral nomination just based on this. But again, this prosecution, I think, is over. And as soon as Iowa and New Hampshire have voted, I think more and more attention is going to be foisted upon this. But I wanted to make sure that we played that audio. That is her response to all the allegations against her. You
2: know, I celebrated the 90th birthday of uh, Admiral Flatley, my grandfather-in-law, over the weekend. Amazing to think that a person born in 1934, how much he's witnessed over the course of his life, the incredible stories, all the memories, and the stories are rich and meaningful, and I would just assume that they'd be amazing for future generations to hear. But how can you share all those photos and videos that you have about a life of many decades well-lived, uh, well, it's important to preserve it. And that's why I recommend Legacy Box to digitally preserve your old media. Legacy Box is based here in Tennessee. they got a team of 200-plus technicians. They digitally transfer photos, videos, slides, Super 8 film reels, and many other types of old media onto brand-new digital files that will work with everything and be shareable today and be safely stored for future generations. They do this by hand to carefully preserve your memories These new digital files let you and your family forever hold on to what's on those cassettes or film reels. Look, Clay and I have both used Legacy Box ourselves. In fact, my father-in-law was just filling up a Legacy Box over Christmas, and they've gotten back some of the stuff. We're going to post some of the cool photos and videos, a lot of military stuff, on ClayandBuck.com in the weeks ahead. So go online now. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Buck. Get 50% off and get started today. That's LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K. He's Buck
3: Sexton. He's
2: Clay Travis. Together, they're breathing sanity into an insane world. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. All right, it's Iowa caucuses day, so we're really focused in on this one. We'll have some results tonight. We'll be breaking it all down for you tomorrow. But one of the big stories from over the weekend, Vivek Ramaswamy got a bit of a slapdown from Donald Trump himself. Vivek was asked about it this morning on Fox and Friends. This is cut 10. And Vivek says he was not thrown under the bus by Trump. Listen. Why do you think former President Trump threw you under the bus over the weekend? Well, I, I didn't
3: get thrown anywhere, but I think there might have been an attempt to do that. I'd say that it's partly because of what you You were
0: under the bus. Well, look, I'd say what and, Elon Musk and, and others were not saying, well, The bus seeing. had
2: snow tires on it. Well, I'll, I'll tell
3: you this. is, is you know, I'll, I'll, I took it in a, in a lighthearted way, but the truth is people have to have their heads stuck in the snow not to see what's happening on the ground here. I know the mainstream media is ignoring it, but there has been a massive surge here late in the process. Mm-hmm. A number of endorsers who were widely expected to go to Donald Trump Legends in Iowa, like former Congressman Steve King, widely expected to go for Trump, came for me. A number of the strongest constitutionalist conservatives have switched from
2: the other candidates in the last 72 hours to me. Clay, to me, it's Trump was fine with this whole thing until it was the day of voting, and all of a sudden it's, no, no, don't vote for Vivek, vote for me. That's nonsense.
0: Steve Doocy, by the way, the questions there, I think it's a really good question. I thought uh, that Vivek handled it pretty well But look, Trump didn't think Vivek was a threat. And if Vivek gets 10 points, right, which I think is very possible, that's a hell of a win for Vivek, who has been barnstorming all throughout Iowa. And so as you break this down, I think there has to be a little bit of trepidation about Vivek going forward, and I think that's what's being reflected in Trump suddenly deciding to fire in his direction. Look, the holidays are over. Now you can focus on what you need around your home. Uh, and it's time to get hooked up and make sure that you take care of your family and keep cyber criminals from coming after you. You've seen what the talented cyber thieves are capable of. Incorporating logos of companies you do business with. Subtle suggestion you need to click on a link that's included. Next thing you know, your identity's been stolen. It's important to understand how cyber crime and identity theft are affecting our lives. And how you can protect yourself, LifeLock is the company you want to rely on. Uh, we do here on this show, as do so many of the people in the audience out there. When you sign up with them and provide them with the info they need to protect your identity, they'll go to work instantly. If they see evidence of something suspicious, they're in touch with you immediately. And if you do become a victim... Of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work with you to fix it. Get hooked up now at LifeLock.com. Use promo code Clay for twenty-five percent off. Welcome back in Clay Travis, Buck Sexton show. All right, do we want to do predictions? Buck hates predictions. I'll give you my predictions. <laughs> I'm used to predictions because I have to gamble all the time. I did four years of sports gambling, and you find out you're either right or wrong every night. By the way. Did well with prize picks, poorly with my gambling picks. A lot of football being played over the weekend. I did not do well. Congrats. We got a monster audience that we're building in Detroit. Buck, did you know this? The Detroit Lions won their first playoff game since 1991, only their second playoff win since the 1950s. My wife is from Detroit. Uh, Michigan won the national championship, the University of Michigan, and now the Lions have won a playoff game, and they will be hosting the winner of Tampa Bay-Philadelphia, which is a game that's being played tonight, while many of you will be watching the Iowa caucus results be on. Like I said, I'll be flipping back and forth, may have a split screen up with football and Fox News on to see what exactly is going to be happening uh, there. But uh, as we look, so congratulations to the Lions, people in Detroit walking on air, if you're a sports fan in southeast Michigan you are ecstatic because Ann Arbor is just about a half hour outside of parts of Detroit, not too far away, um, and uh, Michigan wins the national championship, and now the Lions are into the final four of the NFC. So, breaking down what's likely to happen tonight, Buck, the real battle, I believe, is going to be over who comes in second. I think Donald Trump is going to win first. I don't think Trump is going to win by uh, a plural, what, what's the word? I'm like over majority plurality. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be over. 50%. Oh no, fifty. You don't think he's going to
2: be over 50. You don't think he's going
0: to be a majority. It's I think majority. it's going to be. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a majority. I think Trump will win. I think he'll get 48, 47%. Then I think DeSantis will be in second place. Uh, I think Nikki Haley will come in third and I think Vivek will be a strong four. I think Vivek will get close to 10%, close to double digits, which is pretty substantial. Um, By the way, Joe Biden in 2020 only got 13.7% of the Iowa caucus vote in 2020. And then he went on, he came in fourth, went on to get elected president. Uh, And so he came in fourth. I think Vivek is going to be a strong four. Um, I think Trump will be under 50%, but win comfortably. I think uh, DeSantis second, Nikki Haley third. Would you disagree with any of that prediction coming into the votes actually being able to be cast is there any sort of grand unexpected outcome that you foresee in the iowa caucuses right now as we sit uh, a little bit about six hours before the votes will start
2: no, I, I, I think that the, I would, you say Trump 1, DeSantis 2, Haley 3, and in, in yeah. the ordering? Yeah. And then Vivek I 4, but a solid
0: 4 from Vivek, not like left on the side, so, like over, like 10% or more.
2: Um, I think you're overestimating Vivek, but I think your numbering is correct. Okay. That would be my, so I think that, you know, Vivek doesn't break double digits. Um, and I think that, uh, especially after the little slapdown from Trump over the weekend, and I think that you'll see uh, one, two, three. Um, you know, we 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 always talk about because Iowa's first, but and if you look in history, we've mentioned this before. Iowa is not determinative. There are a lot of things that happen that come up. Uh, that well, in history, we know that people win Iowa and doesn't matter, and people lose Iowa and it doesn't matter. They end up becoming the nominee. Uh, we did get some interesting. VIP. And you see this? We got an, o- I have not even seen the VIP emails
0: yet. Okay. Of VIP emails. First, are they mad at me or are they mad at you?
2: Well, no, I mean, first I always have to scan them to see if they're, if they're mad at you. And then I have to highlight those. Um, one of them was saying that, Oh yeah, here you go. Let's start with that one. Then we'll get to the other ones. Uh, Steven writes in, Clay and Buck love the show, but Clay, there is no billion percent. A hundred percent is all there is. So the math police. Have come for clay, just like the grammar police. We gotta get like a siren. It was noise or really something.
0: funny. Um, I appreciate it. There is no billion percent. I'm gonna continue to say billion percent, but but I appreciate Steven correcting me on the math there.
2: He's just he's there to help you with a little bit of math. But what I thought was interesting, and this is actually a lot of a lot of our VIP emails. Mark, Angie, um I'm trying to I mean you, know, you go on a list here, uh Oh yeah, here yeah, yeah, okay. Mark, Angie, a bunch of them. Oh, by the way, that guy who corrected your billion percent agrees with you a billion percent that hot girl privilege is the greatest privilege, so I thought it is that was
0: funny too. Undif- hot girl, everybody talks about white privilege, regardless of your race: Asian, Black, Hispanic, White. Hot girl privilege is one billion percent the most undisputed. You you agree with this, right? No, nobody can get away with mm. more than good-looking women.
2: I mean, didn't didn't like uh, King David imperil his immortal soul by sending you know uh, the husband of Bathsheba out to
0: the front lines? Yes. You know this. This has been a long-standing thing. Uh, the power of beauty a, is a very good thing. That's the sexy part of the Bible, underrated sexy part of the Bible. King David oh sees Bathsheba bathing naked, right? Isn't that the, uh, the the impetus here? And then gets her husband killed. I mean, whatever you think is going to happen in the world, Has already happened. We ain't that much different than the people who lived thousands of years ago. But yes, I, hot girl privilege, probably undefeated back in the days of King David, as you just mentioned, and still undefeated today. (laughs) Clay doing a Bible podcast. That I would definitely (laughs) check out. I would too. That that would be interesting for sure. But, but uh, but what
2: was interesting to me is, so I got all these different emails. I can't even name them all, but Angie's a good example. No, we would not vote Trump if he picks Haley. Because that would mean he's turning into a Biden brain. Fellas, this is Mark. You underestimate the animosity Haley as VP would generate. Tucker said it's a deal breaker to him. I don't think someone like Rand Paul initio- initiated Never Nikki because he's bored. Ah, I'm, 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 I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to keep these emails handy. I'm going to keep these emails handy because I think that it's a... I'm not saying it's a uh, greater than 50% chance. I think it's a solid... One in three, one in four shot that Nikki Haley is Trump's VP.
0: I would agree with you, and I also believe that everybody who says they would not vote deal-breaker VP, I don't believe any of you. I'm just, I'm sorry. Like, what is your other option? You're going to go vote for Joe Biden? You're going to stay home because you don't like the vice presidential choice of Trump? I think what the data has reflected throughout Trump's entire career is whatever decision Trump makes, the base will support Trump. And I, I don't... Look, Mike Pence was a pick that Trump made, I think, because he felt compelled to prove to evangelical voters that he understood, because a lot of people, if you go back in time, questioned whether Trump was a true conservative. I think that that is no longer a concern in the same way, and I think Trump could pick anybody for VP. I'll go back to what I said earlier in the show. I don't believe there's a VP pick Trump could make that would hurt him. I think there's only VP picks that he could make that would help him and i've said for what a year now that i wish trump would make a vp selection that took a state off the board i wish he could have gotten along with georgia governor brian yeah, kemp it's not not gonna uh, happen as you and i it's, I get it's it. not gonna happen i get it but that that's the only way where i could see it making a truly tremendous difference but i agree with you i i think if he picks nikki haley all the people saying you can't pick nikki haley you can't pick nikki haley We'll get in line and say, "Hey, you know what? This is not a bad choice." And let me make that argument really quickly here. The way, the
2: place wait, 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 where can, I think, can, can, can you make the argument when yeah. we come back, Clay? So that yeah, everyone yeah. stays with tea. us. I think that's a great tease. Well, I, you know, there we go. You want to hear Clay's argument? You got to stay with us for a second here. Now let's talk about preborn for a minute. Last year, your generosity toward the preborn network of clinics saved the lives of fifty-eight thousand unborn babies. Thanks to each of you who made this possible. It is such critical work. These clinics that preborn operates welcome pregnant women who are making that very difficult decision for some women in a crisis pregnancy. What are they going to do? Life or abortion? Women like Charlotte, for instance, who found out she was pregnant when she was seven weeks along. In the back of her mind, she thought maybe abortion was the best, the easiest solution. But after she heard the baby's heartbeat in a preborn clinic, after she heard it on that ultrasound, she chose life. The services, including the ultrasound that preborn gives, are free to women like Charlotte and it's because of your boss of each ultrasound, and that can be the difference between the life and death of a child. Let's join together and help mothers choose life. Please make a donation to Preborn. You can do so with your cell phone. Just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby, or visit preborn.com slash buck, preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn.
3: You don't know what you don't know, right?
2: Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. All right, welcome back to Clay and Buck. Uh, we're going to take some of your calls to close us out here. Also, go to clayandbuck.com. Become a VIP so you can send us all those great emails that we read and talk about throughout the show. You'll also see uh, some fun photos of the party for Admiral Flatley's 90th. A lot of Navy folks there. Turns out, Clay, Army, beat Navy this year in the football game. So... We got some emails about that. That's what I...
0: I- didn't even remember. I guess it speaks to the gambler in me. I had the under and I knew the under hit and I knew that one of them got stopped at the goal line at the very end that would have put the over over and also potentially changed the outcome of the game, but it was great. You wanted me to get- Yes, give no, you I know. My... We're, we're
2: getting into it right yeah. now. You were gonna make the case. Now you're not saying you want this, but Clay said the case for Nikki as VP, if you are a Nikki Haley supporter or somebody that thinks she should be VP
0: what what would that case be I even think the argument is it really just boils down to this there are going to be two things that democrats run on okay uh they are going to run on democracy and january 6th and the danger to our country we know that beyond a shadow of a doubt the other one is abortion and if you believe that trump is going to be the nominee I actually think Trump is handling the abortion question pretty well. Um, If you and and the person who I think has handled the abortion question, the best of all Republican candidates out there is Nikki Haley. And if you believe that this election is going to come down to what suburban women in Atlanta and Pittsburgh and Philadelphia and Phoenix, all of these different suburban areas with Educated college women who would traditionally be Republican voters, but are a bit put off by the, uh, by the, how would you say, like the bull in a china shop aspects of Donald Trump? I think Nikki Haley could help with those audiences because she is very similar to many of the independent voters out there. And what they're going to try to tell these women is just be aware if your 14 or 15 year old daughter gets pregnant, Republicans, like the Handmaid's Tale, are going to come knocking on your door, and they're going to demand that your 15-year-old daughter have the baby. Okay, That's what they're going to sell to all these suburban women. I think that's a harder thing to sell if Nikki Haley is the vice president and, frankly, if Trump is the president. So that is the pitch. Now, could Christy Noem do that? Could Elise Stefanik do that? Uh, could other women that Trump is probably considering also have that same impact potentially but that would be my argument for why nikki haley as vp could be helpful for trump and i just i don't buy into this idea that people are genuinely going to rebel against trump if he picked nikki haley as his vp i just don't buy into it now i'm not saying that's the pick i would make i'm just saying that's the argument for why she could make sense for a trump ticket
2: now it's a little bit like uh, we used to hear. We hear less of it now, but people saying, "If my person doesn't win the primary, I'm not going to vote." And I think there's an understanding, given we all see, everybody sees, even Democrats see what a disaster Biden is. You just don't want four more years of this, right? I mean, this is this is the part where you know, there's that meme where like knights all take out their swords and yes. they all agree at the table. You could do one with you know Trump. Nikki DeSantis and uh, and and um, uh, Vivek Vivek thank you supporters all putting their swords down on the round table and in the center it's making sure Biden isn't president for four more years like, I, there is pretty universal agreement on that
0: I 100 percent and I think this will die down this is my prediction in a big way by Wednesday of next week because by Wednesday of next week you will have had the voters of Iowa and New Hampshire actually being able to cast and tell you what they think of all these candidates. And I think a lot of the passions will die down. Buck, it reminds me of a big rivalry game when everybody's fired up and they're angry. I, when I would do sports and they're like, I'll never listen to you again, Clay Travis, because you picked Alabama to beat Auburn or vice versa, or Ohio State to beat Michigan or vice versa. You know who shows up the next week and listens? Everybody, because the result of the game has happened and everybody wants to talk about the results. Same thing's happening in Iowa New Hampshire. Across the entire political landscape.
2: You know, it's a little bit like you know, we're we're here. We 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 got to absorb some of the frustration that's out there from our own team sometimes. The same thing. You know, I, yes. I was I was Ubering home last night. Uh, you know, I was coming back from South Carolina, and the driver's like, "Yeah, man, I'm just." He's like, "Aren't you so upset about the Miami Dolphins?" And I had to be like, <laughs> "Yeah, man, I'm like really upset about." I want to be like, "What happened?" I I have no idea, but I'm very upset. You know, we absorb. Some of the frustration that our own team has, right? We're all on the same team, but we absorb some of that frustration. That Dolphins the haven't
0: won a playoff game since 2000, Buck, and they start. They're looking like you now. I know you grew up in the north, but they. It was super cold in Kansas City, and every member of the Miami Dolphins. It was minus 27 or whatever it was windchill. I actually was laughing thinking about they left. It was 80 degrees in Miami, and they flew to Kansas City for the minus 27 and their head coach in particular they looked like they would rather be anywhere in the world than sitting there on the frozen oh. tundra of Kansas City
2: it's very it's very real your body even like brown fat i think changes based on how much cold you know you're and all the cold plunge people which is this huge trend we know on the internet i i'm neither for nor against i know nothing i just know people are cold plunging all the time i don't want to get yes. in the middle of that um but it's a real thing that if you get used to really really nice easy temperature and then you're in the freezing cold you you can't handle it um rochelle in massachusetts speaking of the cold uh wants to make a she wants to make a pitch rochelle we'll give you like 30 seconds here to make a pitch for ron desantis last minute because that's why you called in go ahead
4: hi i want to make a pitch for desantis because i think he's the only truly pro-life uh, candidate that's running—that's certainly important to people in Iowa and a lot of places—and I—I um, I don't uh, believe that uh, that Trump is is really pro-life anymore, based on statements, various statements
0: he's made over the last few months, certainly the last week. Um, you know, I mean, if you
4: believe that, um, for for example, if you believe that a six-week ban on abortion is too harsh, because. Uh, women don't know they're
0: pregnant yet. You're probably not really pro-life if you believe that a rape exception on pro-life legislation. If you believe that those are good rape exceptions are all are good in themselves. Um, just because. So like a woman who's raped. Yeah, you know, thank, a, thank, yeah, Michelle. Sure. We, have a we get, look. The the data reflects whether people want to believe I, it or not. I didn't not. mean I to cut her off there, but we're just yeah.
2: we're like in the last minute here of time, so.
0: Uh, yeah, the data reflects that if you don't, Trump has said he's pro-exception, right? Rape, incest, life of a mother, uh, all of those things, right? If you, you're certainly entitled to have any opinion under the sun. Those are lose, if you, do, if you don't believe, Ronald Reagan believed in those exemptions. If you don't believe in that, then you lose every election. And I understand people can say, well, it's a principle issue. What Trump is saying is, if you are going to not believe in those exemptions, then you end up losing nationwide races. And that is reflected in the data.
2: Um, we will take, I'm sure a lot of people will want to make the case for their candidate quickly on the air tomorrow, especially after we have some data in from the Iowa caucuses. We will take a lot of calls tomorrow. I cannot
0: tomorrow. wait to get actual I votes, know, Real
2: Fox. results. Results, everybody. It's going to be fantastic.
1: Uh, we'll all be talking tomorrow. See you then. Go vote. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
2: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny,
0: the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.
1: To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I
0: walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up
1: on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts